Hello and welcome to the Beer Breath Podcast. Today is Friday, January 25th. Happy Friday. Good start to your weekend, I hope. Thank you for tuning in to the Beer Breath Podcast. Today we have myself, Dominic, Trey Brown, and Chef Sam joins us on the other line from an undisclosed location. We do our quick beer review. We go ahead and talk about Big 12 men's basketball, uh, dialing in on KU and K-State. And then a little NBA basketball towards the end and maybe a little dash of stuff in between there. Check it out. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. Grab me two of those space cadets. Space campers. Sorry. They're at the bottom of the box. Pull that box out though. Let me let me just get a look at it. What is this supposed to be? A cosmic IPA. Why so, is there a thousand IPA styles? I don't Boulevard get it. Brewing Company. Here you go, Sam. This is a oh, new this is a new beer from them. I guess we're going right into the beer review. Yeah, get, I mean, give me one. I'm drunk. This like, is the podcast right now. Yeah. Good. Welcome. Good. <laughs> we're back here with Chef we've Sam. Chef Sam in an undisclosed location and Mr. Trey Brown and myself, Dominic, here on the podcast. We are diving right into the beer review. Like we said on Wednesday, we haven't done any Boulevard stuff. Here it fucking is. Kansas City, Missouri own Boulevard Brewing Company, Space Camper Cosmic IPA. So, very intriguing. New brew. Very intriguing. I've seen it on the Instagrams. Intriguing to me why, Trey? Do you know why? Because your online gaming personality and or alias is Space Pony. I like that. He knew exactly why. So, you probably don't know, but in a past life, I was a Twitch streamer (laughs) slash (laughs) slash YouTube content creator on the video game world. Um, Will we ever see that again? We will see that again. We will see that again very soon. Sooner than later, huh? Sooner than later. Good, because I've practiced, and I'm almost good enough to play with you while you stream. <laughs> so I, I want to stream again very soon. I enjoyed the hell out of that. I did, it too. It was super fun. But went on a hiatus, had some bad internet problems, blah, 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 all this shit. No excuses now. Got a full studio set up. Full studio set up. There's absolutely no reason why I shouldn't be doing this. Anyway, Space Pony is about to drink a Boulevard Brewing Company space camper in the Space Station studio. Yeah. Not live on stream, but live on the Beer Breath podcast. I'm I'm super pumped. The The detail they put on the spacesuit was amazing. Somehow, she's got... It's a woman. Uh, she has red hair. I, I'm assuming it's a woman. Would you agree? I think that's a woman's... Yeah, I would agree that that is a lady. By the bob that she's got going well, on? Well, she was born female. I would think so too. I would think that's a born female. Let's not get triggered here for a second. I will not identify without her <laughs> okay. saying what she is. I'm sorry. I pardon. She l- appears to be uh, uh, biologically female. I don't know if that helped it. <laughs> I, that may have made it worse. <laughs> Moving on from there, I'm guessing that Sam has not tried this beer yet. No, I've heard of it just exactly like you were saying, people talking about it, but yep. I have not tried it. Nope. Yep. So this is very pale. Yeah. Very light. Much different than other IPAs. 
Very interesting. Maybe not much different, but much maybe much different than the previous IPA we just drank. On the top of the can, it says Juicy Hop Blast. A little space term there, blast, if you've never heard of it. <laughs> Got a blast. That's Got fucking Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy there. Neutron. Uh, there's nothing else to... Uh, this to can is sick, Sam. Yeah. If you're in an indis- undisclosed location, you got to look up the can at least. I am. I see the. I see. I've been looking at the the girl that you're talking. The biological girl. Careful. Damn, she, careful. She's kind of nice. She's kind of thick. Is she, is she, she those thighs? Damn. Thick, huh? She, she got some big old calves. She should probably get up. Talk about a fucking hourglass shape. Are you kidding me? My God. Good for <laughs> her. <laughs> good for her dad honestly congrats to him <laughs> so this boulevard brewing co you all know him kansas city zone gonna go for the first taste here let's get the dom whiff i'm still a little sick i apologize okay i can smell the fruit i can smell the juiciness mm-hmm. drinks going out from trey Wow. Thoughts? Initial thoughts? Uh first taste. Not insanely crazy about it. You got is that a palate cleanser for you? I'm not drinking it. No, you don't want it. That's a quick sip of water because my mouth is so dry. I'm not insanely crazy. I'm not insanely crazy about it. First try. Uh but again, I didn't like the last one we drank uh Wednesday first drink, so wow. Is that a good wow or a bad wow? I don't know what's come over me. If this is just the Space Pony vibes leaking into the Space Camper IPA. Watchman IPA. Best IPA I've ever tasted. Watch out. That good. That good. I'm loving this right now. Oh, my God. I'm glad that we can disagree finally, because so far I don't enjoy this, and you do, so that's good. Dude, I don't know what to say. I got to wait a little bit, because right now, I'm going to... I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it, but I think it is. I think it is very good. I think it is good. I will sip on it for the rest of the podcast and decide at the end what my review is yeah but. i would love to to say again I, I don't know that i hate it already i just uh, at my at this point in this juncture i'm not crazy about it so okay well you have your opinion and that's wrong but it's okay yeah i mean you definitely don't know what you're talking about because you're still sick so uh, yeah take the opinion of a sick guy but yeah, sure we'll go you. on we'll move on you don't even have a hat on so yeah it didn't match my shirt moving on <laughs> so back in the topeka studio trey and i of course, and then Chef Sam joins us on the other end of the phone in an undisclosed location. Sam, how are you doing? Pretty good. <clears throat> Snowmageddon is among us. Snowmageddon is affecting the Midwest. I'm not sure if it spans to Sam land or not, um, but I think it does. Oh, it does. It's been it's been coming the cold and the snow. Brutal. So it was. It's been super cold lately, right, Trey? Here in Topeka. Yes. It's been cold. Uh, well, it's been windy. What's weird is like earlier in the week when it got kind of crappy is it was warm in the morning and then it 
stopped being warm and rained everywhere. So and it got cold. <clears throat> it's been below. It's been below forty, below thirty most of the time. Yeah, no, most of the week it's been below twenty. And but below the one, twenty. Yeah, but Tuesday this week it was below. Uh, it was above thirty-seven when I woke up at five in the morning, and then it stopped that and rained. So, so last night that the the weathermen said, the weather people said that uh, there was a cold <laughs> front. There was a cold front coming in, and that's what Claire told me. She's like, "Oh, there's a cold front coming in." That's what the weather guy says. I was like, "What the fuck have we been in the last two months?" Yeah, it's just not a cold front. It's been fucking cold for since Thanksgiving. Yeah, what are we in? What does a cold front mean when it's already twenty degrees outside? Yeah, fuck that, dude. I'm not somebody who's super scared of cold, but I like brisk, harsh cold. Like we went, like a lot of us, most of us that are mm-hmm. talking, specifically all of us that are talking, but a lot of our friends went to the KUK State game. It was harshly cold. Like wind was harsh. It was just cold. This hasn't been quite that bad, but pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. And also for us now, I've spent about three, maybe three minutes outside a day. <laughs> yeah. So. Like I, I'm not spending a whole ton of time outside, and we were outside for the KUK State game, obviously, for a, a long time. I'm going to read off the lows um, for, for the next 10 days. So here, and if anyone can guess where I'm at, then that's good for them. So it's 10, negative 9, <laughs> negative 10, 1, 14, 2, negative 13, negative 7, 5. Negative like, 13? I didn't actually <laughs> read that when you sent it to us. Yeah, yeah it's insane. There's one day it just says one negative seven, so the high is one, and the low is negative seven. And like, oh my God, obviously, like that, like we said, we're outside for two seconds, so it doesn't matter walking from your car. But I mean, that's just that's just nuts. Spoiler alert: Sam lives in the fucking Arctic Circle. Yeah, spoiler alert: he's an Inuit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crossing the Bering Strait land bridge tomorrow, dude. That's, that is harshly cold so weird question what do you wear like out in that even though you're in three minutes of cold like i'm in like five minutes at most of cold and i still wear like a heavy coat Mm -hmm. or a hoodie like at the least what what does a what does a man in negative degrees wear (laughs) for three minutes in the cold well i've been thinking about it so i've gotta buy some better boots i've been thinking about this for a while to buy boots and then bring my regular work shoes into Mm -hmm. work and switch them in there because I, I mean it's just it gets too ridiculous um, with and with like you guys are talking about how gross it is when there's a little bit of sleet or snow. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about doing that. I, I don't know. I just haven't pulled the trigger on you know wearing boots. If I wear boots like boot type shoes, I'll just keep them on with khakis or whatever. But if I'm wearing slacks, then I, I you can't really rock the brown boots. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're wearing black or gray slacks. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean I'm obviously. I'm, it's always freaking freezing. The thing that sucks is getting the car started in the morning. I might might have to pull the trigger on the auto start, but I don't know. You gotta get them for Remote. relatively cheap these days. I think yeah, a couple hundred bucks, good. maybe two hundred yeah, bucks. Probably think, definitely worth it. Yeah, I would think three or four for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to pour any more money into my car than I have to. I got my oil changed recently, <clears throat> and obviously I, I took it to the dealership because I don't have any of this shit to do it at home. 
um, took it to the dealership and, you know, they pull out all these little pH testers and all these little <laughs> bullshit strips and they're like, oh, well, your car's at this mileage, so we usually get all your fluids changed and we're going to take out all your windows and we're going to swap out all your tires and <laughs> you need a new hood because, you know, that hood's a couple years old now, so you need a new one. Your steering wheel looks a little beat up so we're gonna get you a new steering wheel and new seats and i was like dude fuck you this car's worth like 1500 or two thousand dollars if i were to trade it in yeah and you're trying to sell me on like six or eight hundred dollars worth of shit change my oil and let me fucking go that's all i want you to do (laughs) calm down it's not that big of a deal yeah i can relate so yeah i don't want to pour any more money into my car than i have to but yeah the weather sucks i think we can all agree on that Makes me miss golfing and just knowing that it's a good three months away from being able to play. I haven't even uh, watched golf on TV and they're golfing oh, the tropics and that, stuff I, like that. I do want to get to that. So they were playing in California, La Quinta or somewhere. <laughs> that's a, that's La Quinta, I was like, I've stayed there. What the hell? I didn't think I was no, that fancy. It was somewhere in California. <laughs> I was California. like, whoa, South Padre? You, they're golfing in South Padre? <laughs> It was, it was, it was like Quinta in Emporia, Kansas. Like, <laughs> come on. The La Quinta Open. Maybe, oh, though. whoa. Okay. Um, but it was in Southern California, I think. Who who actually even knows where it's at? Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've seen this in like a really, really long time. The They were on Sunday and the final round on 18 – and they were playing in threes, which is weird, instead of pairs. I'm sure it's happened in pairs. But when they played in threes, all three players were tied, teeing off on 18. So it was, it was Phil Mickelson, Adam Hadwin, Hadwin, the Canadian guy, and then this other guy, Jeff Long. There's something, something long. It doesn't matter. He won. He won. It just doesn't matter. But, uh, <laughs> but real quick, anyways, they all drove it, and Phil and – Edwin both hit like really good drives. This other guy hit one in this weird downhill 220 out lie. And he just rips something. He, he swung like a complete animal. And he of course sticks it the closest, the worst drive. So obviously that, you know, drives don't matter as much. And then he, he rolls in like a 25 footer for bird to, uh, to win the old tourney. So first, first tournament whenever. Um, but yeah, it got me excited about golf. Phil had a 60 on Thursday. You said something Holy about that. Shit. That was so funny. Mike was so confused in our group chat because he thought I was talking about <laughs> Phil Windling, who used to be on the podcast. <laughs> he was no longer on the podcast. 60 head of cattle? Like, well, what he did he do? so confused. Wow. I was like, dude, yeah, he had a 60 on a par 72. And there's been 59s, obviously, on tour. But none of the 59s, I don't believe, have been on a par 72. So Phil essentially had one of the greatest individual rounds of all time. And lost the tournament. <laughs> yeah, and lost. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I just I can't get myself to watch golf right now because it's so cold outside. It just makes me that much more depressed, I think. Um, so I haven't watched hardly any golf. Uh but yeah, Dude, I don't know. To make the golf woes go away, we just need to go to uh what's the what's that place you can golf on the on the different levels? What's that called? In Kansas City, Top Golf. Oh, That's yeah, it. Top Golf. Yeah. I went to Top Golf a couple weeks ago. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but it was heated. There was big old long heaters, stretches of heaters. And, and what temperature was it outside? Probably thirty-five. 
Yeah, so it still has to be relatively warm. You can't go when it's like 15. No. Yeah. Like, no, they, negative? They'll op- no. They, they'll be open. I think they still stay open, but you really, I mean, you can't. No. You shouldn't. <laughs> you just should do yourself a favor. The, the thing that was cool when I went was there was probably a bunch of dudes who like retirement age regular golfers in Kansas, like Kansas City. They were over there just playing like dollars like you would on a like like a regular like bingo bango bongo something like that. Mm-hmm. And they were over there like flipping dollars back and forth playing some sort of game on this. It was hilarious. They all their own that's bags. Awesome. Like I was just <laughs> all I could think was goals. Like that's I'm yeah, ready yeah. to retire already. Hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. So sleeting. Um, all that good stuff. I actually left work early today. Um, not sure that I'm going to work. Uh, tomorrow I might have to try to remote in or something. I don't really know how that's all going to work. This is pre-recorded, by the way. So if the sun has come out tomorrow, bet your bottom dollar that uh, we pre-recorded this podcast. Whatever, all that shit. Um, but yeah, so sleeting, all that stuff. I had to take Rudy out, and I was walking to the back, and it's a little uh, slope from our front yard to the backyard. Uh, and he had to take a shit or something. I'm not sure. So he was going pretty fast. And I did my little choppy stepped, you know, short stepped jaunt to the mm-hmm. back um, and took a couple steps. I was wearing my boots and I just fucking slipped right out from under me. Uh, feet in front. And I went parallel with the ground. I would say my body was probably three or four or 16 feet in the air. One of those three. Yeah. And I came straight down on my side and uh, ground caused the fumble on this one. And I dropped <laughs> Rudy's leash and he didn't take off, thankfully, because he would have been gone for good at that yeah. point. Uh, but I dropped his leash and I had to get up and scramble. And I think I was I yelled. I was like, fuck or something like that. I yelled some profanity. Um and I had to jump up real quick because I wanted to see, okay, who, which one of my neighbors saw me? <laughs> who thinks this is <laughs> I don't think anybody actually saw me, thank God, but uh, the neighbors next door did hear me scream, uh, and they were looking out their window whenever I was walking them out in the backyard. But did he didn't respond and like <clears throat> come towards you? Like he didn't. He didn't come towards me to. He didn't come to my aid. If yeah. that's what you're wow. asking, yeah, yeah. Um, he didn't give that many fucks about me. That's for sure. Well, he, he did stop, but I think that's because I made such a loud fucking sound. He's like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. He felt the fucking ground shake when I hit, uh, that he was kind of in shock or something. I don't really know, but yeah, he didn't run off. Um, and he didn't come to my aid. He was just kind of in that middle ground. Coolest thing that happened to me on uh, the horrible day of rain and sleet and snow Heading over to Dominic's house, I pulled over, and you'd have to understand the 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 streets in Topeka, but for those who don't uh, know that much about it, I pulled out on like a 27th Street, and probably it's it's realistically, city blocks is probably like three, maybe four blocks north, but it's physically 25th Street, so it's only two blocks uh, north of 27th. I pulled out uh, well within time. There was cars on the uh, 40 miles an hour. Uh, on a good day, mm-hmm. not on an icy day. 40 miles an hour is on that road, and uh, the cars were north of 25th, so further even yet than two blocks away from me. I pulled out onto the main road there, uh, Wanamaker, and didn't move for 15 seconds. Super exciting. A lot of fun during that time uh, when your car, it, you press the gas and it doesn't move. So I was 
frantically turning the wheel just trying to get some grip because I thought a car that was 300 yards away from me was going to strike me in in my, the side of my car <laughs> in the middle of the snow. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I'll be over there in a second. No, I'm like giving one of our buddies <laughs> hell because he wouldn't come record with us. And then I get on the road and didn't move for like five seconds and was like, wow, maybe they were right. This might have been an issue. Um, but we moved, uh, avoided all the wrecks. Uh, but in that moment, I thought, man, uh, so-and-so is going to tell me so. But they didn't. No Rex got here safe. So looking forward to the drive home. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Well, speaking of that, good thing you, we, I mean, obviously wouldn't have done it today, but I saw a bunch of the, uh, like the highway was closed, like 70. I didn't see exactly, but Dude. Uh, Trooper Ben was talking about how there was a bu- bunch of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was it was the weekend of the games. It was like last weekend. It was f- Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. It was Saturday for sure. Saturday, I think they closed seventy between Topeka and Manhattan, which has never happened in my lifetime. Seventies um, closed west, way out west, mm-hmm. has happened a lot. That happens mm-hmm. often. Um, but it closed um, between I think it was Auburn exit, which is the west side of Topeka, and yeah. then was it three thirteen? I don't remember where it was, but yeah, it was a so, long ways. Um, yeah, they had a really bad wreck out there today, um, west of Junction City, I think. They closed I-70, like, from Junction City West. Yeah, that today. happens often. That's that a pretty normal often. thing. Yeah, they had a really bad wreck out there, so that's, that's super sad to see. Um, uh, but yeah, they closed that west, but yeah, it never happens much east of Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and it, it did. That's kind of crazy. I... <laughs> Excuse me. I'd like to see if they close it uh, for tomorrow, which yeah. was Wednesday. Yeah. If you're listening to this on Friday, they only closed it for like maybe five hours, six hours, yeah. probably enough to clear the road, and then it was good. But <clears throat> yeah. I drove home last weekend on Friday, right when it got real shitty. So I beat all the trucks out. Thought it was a good idea. I might or might not have called my mom and told her that she was wrong for telling me that it's fine to drive home. Uh, she just said it wasn't <laughs> snowing in Linden. Uh, so I just took off and I got it. I went, so obviously most people listening and most of the people who know me know that Topeka to Linden to my mom and dad's house from where I live is like a 30 minute drive. It took me one hour and 15 minutes Wow! to get home. Uh, it was miserable. One of the worst drives I've ever been on. So, uh, made it, but I, <laughs> made it. I, this is this, these last few days, man, I've been dealing with icy roads more than I'd like to. So. I'm going to try to keep avoiding that. I've tried my luck enough. It's a pain in the ass, really. Hate ice. I hate rain, too, and it's been like raining first. Yes. And then turning to ice and then snowing. It's just a pain in the ass. Dude. Hate it. Because it's clear. That's the problem. It's Mm. snow. There's snow packed. Everybody's aware. Like ice, it's like whatever they call it, black ice, clear ice, sheet Mm. of ice. I I literally hit the brakes on a downhill slope today and went stoplight to stoplight to stop <laughs> by myself. Like I hit the I hit the stop I hit the brakes on my car, and at the stoplight because I saw it yellow and didn't stop till the intersection. And the dude that was trying to walk across the intersection waved and laughed at me. <laughs> like, I'm glad you can find joy in me skidding for a whole block city block, but I I did so. Let's. Yeah, there, there's nothing like hitting the brakes. Like, let's say the the lights turning yellow to red, you hit them, and uh, you're like, "Oh, guess I'm not stopping." Like, <laughs> hopefully, no one's going. It's just like that's decided. Like, they're, they're locked up. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do? Hopefully, I, no one's coming. 
I was probably not quite to a 90, but somewhere near there by the time I finally stopped because I thought this dude just didn't see me and he was just going to walk out in front of me. Like, I was Pot. like, I'm going to kill this man. So <laughs> I have to turn. And I, I thankfully, he like saw it and stepped back away from the intersection and laughed and walked on and it was fine. <laughs> but oh, it was not good. I hit the brakes and was like, oh, yep, this is it. I'm killing a man today. Day's over for me. Uh, GG. <laughs> yeah, GG. It was a good day, Trey. Way to go. But survived, survived. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, men's college basketball for a second. What do you think? Specifically the Big 12. I was going to say, if you're going to ask me about men's college basketball, I don't know a lot, but about Big 12 basketball, it's it's as wide open as it's been. Yeah. So it looks like now KU and K-State are at the top, tied for first place in the conference. By themselves alone, right? At five and two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. By themselves. K-State coming off a win over Texas Tech. Uh, KU got a win on Monday versus Iowa State. Yep. Um, that was. It seemed like a quick back to back with them, right? Because that was like the first. Is it the first Big Twelve game of the year? Or no, no, no. It was just a couple weeks ago that you played Iowa State, right? Yes. That's I mean, like that's like the same. And so Iowa State. Hilton. Iowa State. Iowa State has played KU twice, and K State's played Tech twice, and that's yeah. who they each played. So they've already yeah. kind of. I think rid that. Of it. Probably the Big Twelve SEC challenges messed that up, yeah. I mean, I would, get, uh, I would imagine yeah. so because we played That's Kentucky in like a week. Yeah. That's stupid as hell. Yeah. Who does I'm, KU play? Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been back and forth with a with a K State fan who I would not consider somebody who pays attention to a lot of things uh, with perspective, but he just just arbitrarily hollers, "Why is not Why is K State not the tw- top twenty five? I'm like, you you were. And then you had bad losses and bad wins. Like, that's why. And he's like, well, why is KU? Because it's a similar record. Big 12 record is not the same as, like, the like your conference and outside of conference record. Like, there's a difference. But I, I think this win will put K-State back up in the conversation because all along, even back during football season, we were talking about how it was going to be a good year in Kansas for basketball. I, I still think that's the fact. I still think it's going to be a good season for, for KU and K-State. Because you guys are playing like you're supposed to all season right now. And that's the key, I think. And Sam could probably talk a little bit more on this, but it's playing like you're supposed to um, is, is a big deal. Getting Dean back way earlier than I thought he was, uh, yeah. by the way. Spoiler alert, Dean's back up from his injury, if you didn't know. <clears throat> so, I, I don't know. I mean, we're making shots. That's one thing I could say. Is Dean playing well again? This that's the only thing he I ever heard about you guys well is he wasn't playing well forever. Oh, he he wasn't good at the beginning of the year before no, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Which and this is when he was healthy, or we think he was healthy. Whatever, yeah, exactly. Um, I guess that's true as well. I never really thought about it like that, but what he was scoring like six points a game or something like that. It was something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. He just didn't look good. And that Tulsa game, he kept passing the ball when he had like never, wide open ten footers. Never would look to shoot. That was a weird, weird thing. But yeah, he's playing well. He's probably averaging like, uh, like I, I would say fourteen and seven since he's came come back. So he's 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 doing fine. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, definitely it it's shaping up to to be uh you know a showdown between the two. I don't know, I don't know. K State's playing such unbelievable defense right now, and they're scoring. When we say they're scoring. It means like they're almost scoring sixty. Like, <laughs> yeah. like let's calm down on saying the <laughs> offense is like 
Like it's better than it was when right. they could barely get to 20, like 20 and a half was a, a huge accomplishment. So, um, they're, they're making a few shots. Um, and they're, they've got some lockdown defense going, uh, as well. So, yeah, I mean, it should be good. Uh, obviously the loss in, um, Dean Wade matchup, I don't think that either coach will put them on each other. I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see in a yeah. few weeks. Um, I would imagine just both coaches not doing that, but the problem with K State is then McCall, the big guy, uh, Mayween is going to get two fouls in like four minutes, yeah. and then that'll that'll be a lot of trouble. So they'll have to. Uh, I'm not sure what they'll do. There, there's a good. There's a still. Mm-hmm. Each team's got a, a couple conference games and uh, SEC challenge before then, but um, but yeah, it should be a. Should be an exciting, uh, which I couldn't say two weeks ago. Like I, I talked <laughs> yeah. about last Friday with Mike and Kurt. So, no, yeah, I think it's a weird situation where I think you're probably looking at two of the best players in the Big Twelve between, well, preseason wise, b- between Dean and and uh, uh, Diedrich. Um, mm-hmm. But reality wise, both of them are kind of out of defense. I know Diedrich's miserable at defense, and I gotta assume that you're you're saying that obviously to protect Dean to not guard Diedrich, but. I gotta think right. he's not fantastic defensively, um, man. Our our team is like I'm gonna be honest. Ku is not good right now. Uh, we're trying to figure out who we are since Yudoka got hurt. Um, uh, like we can't obviously rely on LeGerald to hit a three every two minutes to win us a game. Um, Quentin Grimes, freshman, was supposed to be big time, has not been great. He's been okay. Uh, we finally pulled the red shirt off. Uh, uh, Ochiag Baji, uh, Kansas City kid. He's going to be really good. I feel pretty good about him. He honestly, he might end up pulling some minutes away from Grimes. He already has. I think he might more. Uh, the thing that I can say is that Devon Dotson has been very good. Not great in transition yet. He's got some things to learn about pace uh, in full court. But in half court, Devon can get by pretty much anybody. And he does it well for a kid that's 19 years old. Um, and then... He- and who is he's the point guard? Yes, yes. And originally okay. he's I think he's a Chicago kid that went to North Carolina for uh for uh prep school. So he's a Chicago kid, which we all know okay. about Chicago point guards. They're tough kids. They're tough kids. Um yeah. good kid. I, I I he's small undersized, but he honestly looks like a young Frank with a little more balls. Like he he's got to figure out a three-point shot to be as good as Frank was, but I mean full on, he's a 5-9 guard that reminds me of Frank Frank. Um and but it all boils down to two things. Like we were really bad. Even with Yudoka, we were not good perimeter-wise because Diedrich is a man. Diedrich has, I think the stat was, he has more 20 and 10 games in the Big 12 than any other, all of the teams in the Big 12 combined have 20 10 games. He has more by himself than all of the nine teams combined have. Diedrich is probably ounce for ounce in terms of athleticism. Shout out Travis Sipe. I think he, t- he, he, uh, he, uh, uh, tweeted this. I saw this. I mm, think ounce yeah. for ounce, he is the best player in the country if you bring athleticism into the into the conversation. Because athletically, Diedrich Lawson is not athletic. Obviously, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, you've got those guys like the guard from Marquette. Can't think of his name. He killed you guys. He beat us pretty good. We beat him, but barely. Like There's a level of athleticism in playing that, that's there, but Diedrich is so good, and he never leaves the floor. Like Most skilled. Yes. Maybe that's he looks... He looks like a 40-year-old man playing against 13-year-old kids. He's hooping. <laughs> yeah. He's just staying on the floor, shooting ho- jump hooks, spin moves. 
18 foot jumpers, mm-hmm. three pointers. All of a sudden, he's hitting those. Um, it's exciting to watch. It's fun to watch. It's the first time we've had that in a really long time because you know usually our bigs are just athletic, like they're just catching oops. Um, but it'll be exciting. I honestly look forward to the Dean Wade versus uh, Lawson matchup, even though, like you said, I don't know that they'll guard each other. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, it'll I, be it'll be it'll be fun. I, they played the first game is in Bramlage, right? I think Pretty so. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think say so. It's different than most years. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. It'll be good. I, I, I feel, man. When we played Iowa State, we looked super young the first game, and we just got pecker slapped, uh, for lack of a better term. So this last game, we came out and they were. It, this sounds like a huge KU fan, so please just understand that I'm saying when people beat KU in Allen, it's because they hit eight threes in the first half, and they just have people who don't normally do things go off. And that's kind of what happened is they had one of their freshmen just go nuts at the beginning of the game. And I, I, I remember talking about that at halftime. I said, we're losing. This game's over. The Big 12's done. We're not winning it. <laughs> um, and then we, and then we showed some, then we showed some, uh, slightly some, over dramatic, but yeah. <laughs> well, we were down like nine. Yeah. We were down like nine in the first half for a lot of the game and no way of coming back. And we showed some testicular fortitude. And the second point I was going to make is, uh, Diedrich Lawson's nuts inside, but, LeGerald's good outside. So we had a three-point threat, an inside threat. We had nothing else. All of a sudden, Marcus Garrett uh, is driving to the lane at will. Um, so people having to sag off him because he can get to the rim is definitely going to open up some things for us, uh, both for our other two options, Diedrich and uh, um, LeGerald. Obviously, all the other people are going to open up too. But, man, but he he has evolved into something that's critical for us, where at the beginning of the year, people are like, oh, he's a role player. He's going to play defense. Nothing else. He's definitely becoming in the last few games. He's averaged like I would. I don't know the stat, but I'm gonna go ahead and give you my feel. I bet he averages a 17 a game. He he went for like 20, 18, and 16, 20, 18, and 13 maybe. I don't know, but he's been uh 13 or higher all the way up to 21 in the last few games. So, um, all of those are getting to the rack. Some of those are jump shots. His jump shots kind of whack, but he's better than you at getting to the rim. And that's he's the Texas Player of the Year in high school when he was in high school. So. He's definitely a factor, and him being able to do that in the Big Twelve will transform this team um, for the better. What, without Udoka, so if we can right now, and obviously things change with K State, but we can pretty much um, peg them as we would think right now. Well, obviously we're just judging right now. They're two of the better teams um, in the league. They're two of the top teams in the league. Absolutely. So. What do we think? Like Baylor now is surprisingly four and two. Yeah. Um, and obviously, so K did KU win at Baylor or was it at, at home? Oh man, pretty I want to sure say they played. I want to say is that Baylor? Sure, pretty sure that might be KU's only road win this year. Uh, yes. Uh, beside from some non cons, but yeah, we lost. Yeah. we lost at West Virginia and Iowa State in conference so far. Okay, so I want to say at Baylor was. Uh, KU's only road win, and I think it was still kind of close. So, anyways, Baylor kind of unknown um, so far, but they uh, they have a transfer from Yale, I think, who's really good, a uh, white um, guard who's a senior who's playing pretty well for him. Um, so they might be a, a sneaky team. Obviously, they always probably have some athletes. Besides that, Tech, uh, who K-State just beat on – Tuesday night. Um, Tech is a good team. I don't know how much they look like they can go on worse streaks or as bad of offensive streaks as as K State. So mm-hmm. Tech's yeah. got to score the ball. Their their best player Culver he 
is like he's an interesting type player. Kind of remes- reminds me more of like Wes Awandu as far as um, like that type of player that's not really a scorer as much. Like he he'll do a lot of different things, but I don't know if he can put the ball in the basket enough yeah. um, to be that type of player. And and then I guess you got Iowa State. It would be the the other team, and yeah, they're 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 definitely a good team. So they'll be yeah. they'll be hanging around. There's definitely there's definitely a feeling, and and I'm gonna sound as like fucking douchebaggy as I could as a KU fan here, but um, go ahead, we'll let you. Yeah, thanks. Let okay, me. Okay, thanks. So obviously every year there's that team that's gonna beat you, right? Like everybody says that team's gonna win yeah. the Big Twelve this year. I'm gonna be honest. The beginning of this year, probably could document it on this podcast. I said this year was scary because of who K State was. Yeah. Texas Tech, even like the last few years when they've been on up and up and up, and when they've been good, it's never felt like they had it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always something that, like, a team, like, honestly, this year, I was more scared of TCU because that guard, the left-handed kid, that's a pretty damn good player. I can't remember his name. The Um, albino kid? No, he's been out all year, I think. Yeah, Yeah, he's transferred. Fisher, yeah. He's supposed to be good. But Robinson is amazing on TCU, The left-handed kid, is that Southpaw? Yeah. Yes. Robinson is so good. That's the type of kid that I'm saying, like, when that guy's on your team, they're going to beat you. So when I look at K-State. so ugly, though. Dude, it's a so miserable. Ugly. It's it's old so, man No, <laughs> I see what you're saying because when you think of Texas Tech bas- basketball, I'm like, who the fuck plays for Tech? Exactly. I have no idea, but they're good. Yeah. When I think they're of you guys, team. I think Barry Brown's going to yeah. beat us. Yeah. I think Dean Wade's going to put up 20. Yeah, like Texas that's, Tech, that's who's going to play? One. Joe Schmo's going to cross me up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the the guards for K-State against, I tip, obviously KU has guards that, are capable KU as guards that are capable, but you would hope K State has the advantage with two senior guards, absolutely, um, in that matchup. So that'll that'll be definitely interesting. Barry, or I heard tonight from the text that they called him Bryce Brown, for really? K State running back. Wow, <laughs> former so, running back, why, NFL running back, even. Maybe. I, I don't know why Barry's a hard name for a lot of people <laughs> to get, but. Um, uh, last year they called him Bobby Brown, so that's what we call him now. He Sucks. starts to make shots, but uh, he's just out there dancing bro. in the middle of the floor. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, bro, <laughs> get involved in that. He's—I uh, don't even want to see the next thing doing stuff with Whitney. All right, <laughs> no, I, I mean I, you're definitely right. I, I, that's not—we didn't think you guys were going to be good because you're really day around. We knew we were scared of you because you had up upperclassmen playing the position that's the most critical, handling the ball the most often doing the scoring like you guys you guys are scary because of who was on the team and where they were not because of like your overall or turners it was because you had critical players in critical spots so um, i want to talk about k-state's offense for a little bit um and i just keep going back to the tulsa game where we scored 46 points and lost um and also let me think uh the texas game where we scored 47 points and lost but you think about those games and then you think about like the Eastern Kentucky game where we play, we scored 95 points. So it doesn't matter what type of team you're playing. There's 40 minutes in a basketball game in a college basketball game, yeah. right? You have to make shots to put up 95 points in a game, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that same team that can score 95 points in a game and win goes on to lose because they only scored 46 points. And 47 points. So how the fuck can a team score 97 points or 95 points in one game? I know it's difference in time frame and all that stuff like that, but 
like you can't be a good team and be that hot and that cold in a season. You've got to find it. You've got to somehow find the balance between defense and shooting the fucking ball. Um, and I think that has been, uh, you know, the reason behind their winning streak at this point, which is at five now, um, a five win streak with their most recent win over Texas tech, which is the low scoring game at that held Texas tech to 45 points, which is nice to see, but only scored 58. I mean, that's a, uh, what would you say? That's, Pretty decent for a college basketball game. Oh my god! Around the if you're holding a quote unquote top Big Twelve team to 45 points, you've done well defensively. But I'm yeah. talking about scoring 58 points. No, mid 60s to 70s. Is so that's low yeah. still. 58 points is yeah. low. Yeah, yeah I could agree with yeah. that. <clears throat> so, what's the deal here? Are we not shooting well? I haven't looked at like the box scores or anything like that. But the, I haven't compared. Are we not shooting well, or are we taking possession? What's going on? The, the when. The thing I will say is, yes, obviously, against TCU last week, I think K-State was like 3 of 15 from threes, or something terrible. Yeah. And then, um, not sure, obviously, we were recorded on Tuesday, so I'm not sure how the shooting was. I want to say they made a couple more, but maybe not. I mean, there's only 58 points. But they do expend so much defensive energy that um, it's bound to hurt your offense. I mean, it's similar, like, if you look at Iowa State, how they used to play with Hoiberg, they would just, it would all be offense, like, right? And so they play trash-ass defense. And it's like, you can't, it unless you have just hyper-athletes and, like, crazy talent and condition players, you're really not going to, there's, I mean, there's a reason why, elite teams are elite teams because they have elite coaches that get elite players that can play both ends. Like it's not like you're not most likely going to be somebody like K-State that's going to be able to do both. And I think at times there's guys that are, and not to say you need to be lazy on defense, but there's times where it's just an unbelievable amount of defensive energy. And then 34 seconds or 29 seconds in a shot clock shot goes up. Maybe they miss, then they get the rebound. Then you got to put 30 more seconds of defensive pressure on them. Um, if you don't get that defensive board, because K State's, you know, not a great defensive rebounding team. So there is some to, something to be said about the defense causing the offense. But at the end, I mean, like you said, there, there's still a lot of open looks. It's like, dude, yeah. it's not that hard to make an open three. Like, it's really not. So just make it. <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Everything you said makes yeah. sense. Uh, K-State went 5 of 17 from 3 against Texas Tech. So shot just under 30%. And 19 of 41 on field goals. So 46%, which is good. 46% yeah. from the field is... I would take that. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, it's like... Like he's saying right now, it's like you're talking about where you put your energy, right? So in K-State's past, they've had a coach in... Huggins and Frank Martin, who were defensive specialists, like you, you're talking about Huggins, who presses the entire game, like press Virginia, right? Yeah. So, so even in that game, you're talking about it's a one point game, sixty five, sixty four. Most of that, like I would go ahead and go ahead and bet that eight eight points for each team is scrap time. Like that game only ended up being sixty five, sixty four because of free throws. 
Yeah. If they would have spread a gap, like I'm saying K-State probably did right there, it would have been a 59 to 49 game. Like it would have been a 49 to 59 game. But because KU probably hit two or three threes late game to make it close, they had to foul. So that's the kind of thing like Frank Martin used to like it was the Frank Martin used to make every game and it and here's the thing is for the layman's fan, it's it's they make the game ugly, right? That's that's the comment that everybody makes. They make the game ugly. Well, they make the game ugly because they play defense. Like if yeah. you don't understand the the ins and outs of why the game's ugly, because that team is better at defense and they're forcing the game to be ugly, you don't respect it. But if you understand the game and you in my opinion, I, I really respect I, defense, so it's it's not necessarily the the what you would I will, want to I watch. Say, it's just fun to watch. I'll say I, I disagree kind of on that point with um, how Frank Martin and specifically how Mike Anderson coached Missouri. Uh-huh. So the way that Mike Anderson coached was you can't call a foul on every possession defense. Yeah. And so I hate that. I hate that. It's, it's not – and that's what West Virginia does. Yeah, absolutely, they do. Like, You're right. That's what they do, and they they he's always and this year they're not the same, but they usually play twelve guys because he's literally they. I mean, they still call some of them so, and they need energy and everything like that. I just don't think that's a, at least I will say about Bruce. That's not the type of no. lockdown D that's played. It's a completely different style of defense where um, K State has just at least they've had in the last five games just. Really, for most of the year, defense has been fine. The rotations are perfect. Um, they're always getting out to shooters. They're like everything is. They're they like play pick and roll defense really well too. So it, it's different than the you know the full on aggression. Yeah, on ball defense. Yeah, which sometimes is not real basketball. No, like, totally when you're fair. Watching it. Yeah, so t- that's the one part I'll I'll say is different between you know styles of defense when you're watching can be like I feel like the Bruce Weber style of defense at least they played in the last couple of games is more enjoyable than watching guys bump guys and bump and chuck cutters and because when you're when they're pressing like when Missouri used to do that I hated Missouri like Missouri is the one <laughs> thing like, who didn't yeah. Yeah, I know, but like even as a KC fan, it's like, well, I just really hate Missouri. Well, that's one of the reasons, and a million other reasons are about the state and their fans and everything too. But <laughs> yeah, but they, I mean, they're they would foul so much, and what are you going to blow a whistle every five seconds? I guess I get the refs like conundrum there, but it's like they, they they're all fouls. You can't bump a guy dribbling off the court. Like it's not it's foul. Yeah. So. No, no, I, I definitely agree with you. And I, I, my point was more just like where you put your energy, right? If you put your energy right. here versus yeah. there, um, that's what ends up happening. I, I'm not saying that that I don't. I think you guys are doing what you're doing because if you want to see somebody who focuses on defense but does it wrong, please right now before the season gets longer, go watch KU. For the love of God, please go watch <laughs> KU. Go watch how many times we fuck up a help side defense and then go watch K-State and see how many times they get it right. I'm going to go ahead and assume you guys probably get two, three steals a game on like help side, like where they just flash across the bottom because the point guard's out of control and throws it to the other corner. And yeah. probably somebody steals it, right? So five, six times a game, KU gives up a bucket because they can't rotate right. And that's more or less just because of the rotations. That's that's well, the experience that, in the defense, mostly. That's also the player experience. Absolutely, too, right? it is. Yes. So... I mean, it helps when Barry Brown and Cam Stokes have been there and Dean Wade's been there for four years. So, yes. I mean, the defense doesn't always look as good, obviously, in other years when yep. Marcus Foster is 
being a fat tub of poo and just standing <laughs> around. Just wants to shoot so, the ball. Yeah, he just wants to shoot. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. That's what I'm like, man, if you want to understand what we're saying, go watch a KU, KU game from two weeks ago and a K-State game from two weeks ago because we might have only been we might have been scoring 70 points, but only because we had to score 70 points. Real quick on um, just other college basketball around the nation. First of all, how insane is it that Tennessee is the number one ranked team? Absurd. Like, I mean, okay, you beat them handily, kind of. We yeah. ended up getting close at the end, but we handled them the whole game. So yeah, and that's their only loss. But yeah. like, still, that's insane. Tennessee. I mean, even if they deserve to be number one, they still deserve a top five rating. And like, who would ever have guessed? Like, I mean, they've always been an okay-ish team, right? Yeah. But this is is Rick Barnes doing some magic. The other game, uh, obviously, Duke is always fun to watch. Dude, have Duke's so watched? absurd. There's so much fun to watch. And Zion, too, when he was coming out, didn't you guys kind of think, like, oh, this is a guy who can jump, but he only plays, like, these little 5'8 white kids? Yes. Because he played in some small, like, Carolina. 3A Carolina, I think, yeah. Yeah, but he is so skilled. Like, he's unbelievably skilled when you – like, he knows how to play basketball. Like, he he knows how to use his body. He knows, like – I mean, his shot is not great, obviously. He doesn't have a great-looking shot, but he, he can he affects – he does so much. I didn't know he had this much basketball skill Absolutely. and, like, basketball IQ. So he's just fun to watch. And they played Virginia on Saturday. Such a good game. Um, which was a really good game. And Virginia finally has some offense. They're not yes. as bad as they usually are. They've got two guards who I like a lot. Who are both I think they're both white guys. Yes, um, uh, Guy Kyler Guy I think his name and is. Jer- and Jerome is the other guy. Yeah, super um, good guards. That yeah. dude, that Jerome guy is nasty, dude. He's yes. got some handles and he's got pace out this world. Like, yeah, you see that one where he like he went down in the lane, like faked three times, and then just dropped it off to a dude. guy cutting for a dunk. Yeah, I know exactly sick. what you're talking about. Yeah, his yeah, his pace is nasty, dude. He's sick, so Virginia could could actually not lose to UMBC this year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back on Zion, dude. Zion is. He's a freak. Yeah. He's a fucking freak. He's why one and done shouldn't exist. Guys it's, like him should just be able to like, you know what? He's going to kill everybody. Just let him go play LeBron. It's not fair. No. I see him. I watch him live. I see him get the ball on a fast break. Duke is like, I've watched him. I've watched him a couple games and their fast breaks are insane because they just break out and they throw to one of their guards or they throw to Zion and he just takes it from 35 feet yeah. and takes three dribbles, and he's to the rack, and it doesn't matter who's in front of him. Yeah. You could put the entire fucking band, you could put the fucking marching band in front of him, yeah. and he's like, no, nah, I'm getting through this shit. I'm at the rack. Yeah, It's insane. It, it's, it fucking blows my mind. This guy is a monster. Dude, the biggest center that Virginia has, like the big burly center that every team that's good has that just fouls people or yeah. just takes up space, yeah fucking smoked his hand like yeah. i mean slapped his forearm oh, mid dunk and zion basically shoved his dick in his mouth and dunked it anyway dude it doesn't matter the monsters the purple guy the big long ass <laughs> motherfucker he could be standing in the middle and jump straight up zion would be like ah fuck you i'm going around you doesn't matter i'm dunking right through you it's crazy dude this guy's a monster dude in the horrible reality of it all is is that he's a freak at that R.J. Barrett is probably a better complete player than Art than Zion, and I would agree with that. But just from the freak standpoint, no. you you don't get freakier effectiveness. It's Freaky Friday every fucking day of Dude, the week with effectiveness this guy. versus like their their effectiveness versus like overall skill is one hundred percent different. He couldn't do this against uh, 
like five NBA centers. He probably couldn't. He probably couldn't. Yeah. He'd get fouled and he wouldn't make that. Yeah. But RJ Barrett will be able to do what he's doing in the NBA and Zion will struggle through some of the things. But right now, Zion can literally beat the fuck out of anybody that's that in college. Okay, with that said, what do you think on Scottie Pippen's take on Zion sitting out the year? Oh my god. In entering the draft. This is protecting exa- himself. So that it could go to the I NBA. already said it. I think it's silly that I, I think that I don't think it takes away from the quality of player in the college, but I think it takes away from their investment in college when you do this one and done thing. Like let them go. There's a lot of players that I guarantee you if you if you give us five years of guys who fail to go to the league and just never do anything, somebody is gonna have the the if they never would have changed it since LeBron and Carmelo and those guys how Tracy many play- yeah how many players have <laughs> failed at going one and done have never done anything who you've never heard of again yeah. i can think of three or four ku players because i'm a ku guy alone who've never done anything if you talk about the whole scheme of college basketball somebody's finally going to go hey dumbass don't go one and done you're not ready you're not zion stick around you're not lebron go to college for 3 years frank mason was going to go to fucking akron i think and then so was uh Devontae Graham, he was going to go to Appalachian State. They ended up going to KU. They f- blew up. Do you think Dean Wade had any option in the, NF- in the NBA if he didn't go to college? Do you think Barry Brown had any any chance in the NBA if he didn't go to college and thrive for three to four years? No. So you have to just weed this out. If that's what you want, get these guys out. Let them do their thing. Like, Don't skip bowl games in college football. Whatever. Let them go straight to the pros. Get them out of the game. And you're going to find dudes who develop to another level. I know it'll weed out a talent level that's in college basketball, but it will make college basketball more pure. Like, that's lame that I just said that, but that's just the truth. I, but it is fun as hell to watch it right now. <laughs> it no, for sure no, is. For 100%. But I, I think I see what you're saying there. And <clears throat> you can't, you can't I, make somebody go to – it's ridiculous that he has to go to college. Absolutely. Like, He's what, not going to go to class. You? He's not in class right now. This guy's a fucking lunatic. It, there's nobody on the planet that can look at this dude and say he's not going to play in the NBA. Yeah. How could you possibly say that? So why would you say, okay, go to school for a year, Yeah. play year. college like hoops what? for a year, and then college, college hoops peers were like, well, go to college. Own the college for three or four years. Study. Study. Fuck that. Get a fucking dig- Fuck that. If yeah. I'm Andrew Wiggins, if I'm Zion Williamson, if I'm these guys who are clearly cut for to get the hell out of high school and go to the NBA, Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett. What's his fucking major, on. bro? What's his who major, can't? you think? Exactly. He's taking like Bio 101. I, I want to see his schedule. I want to say. Yeah, I want to see their schedule. I want to see his class schedule. Yeah, 100%. I took fucking bowling and. Uh, <laughs> A creativity <laughs> class in college, and if those aren't on his schedule, then he's not doing it right. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's physically not in class. We know that it's second semester. He's not in class. Ben Simmons did not go to class second semester. These guys who know their number one, number <laughs> number first round picks, they are not going to class second semester. So they are going to college. I don't. For I don't three know what, months. I don't. So and don't, I don't even have to pass. They should be there. I guess that's true. So. It goes by you semesters, have to have right? Some sort of eligibility. I thought it was. I thought you have to do. I thought it was like. I don't know if it's quarters, but I thought you had to do some the second semester. Now. I didn't see. I didn't know because I. I don't know how all the athlete stuff works in college. Obviously, if you don't pass your first semester classes, then you're fucked. So what I said so sounds he, bad, but 
No, no, no. It's not, it doesn't. It sounds factual. It sounds like, okay, pass your fucking first semester classes, then you're good to go. You yes. don't have to fucking study. You don't have to do anything because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because you're not coming back for your sophomore yeah. season. You're going to the fucking NBA and making millions of dollars. Yeah. Easy peasy. Ben Simmons was at LSU. They were not good. They were not good. But he was a badass. Everybody was like, oh, Ben Simmons is going to get drafted. Top yeah. five. He stopped going to class. They enrolled in classes. Just because you enrolled in the class, how many people enroll in classes and don't go? Me. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying yeah. there's a million people in the world who don't go to class that they enroll in and right. they just drop the class, right? So he enrolls in a class, goes four times, says I'm involved. And then by mid-season, mid, mid-year where you can't do anything, he doesn't He's in put the gym effort in. Hooping. Yes. Ben Simmons wasn't even in freaking Louisiana at the end of the at the end of the semester. After his basketball season was up and they didn't make the tournament and they lost like first round of the SEC tournament, he was in New York City or wherever he was working out. Yeah, that's crazy. Zion See, I never thought this, about he that. will be doing the same thing. When if they lose, if they don't make the ACC tournament and they like lose some crazy early game, he will not be in wherever the hell Duke's in North Carolina. Yeah. He will be in LA. Florida, New York. He'll be in whatever city it is that's Working training out. him to be better. Working out. Oh, yeah. It's just a waste of time for them. It's just yeah. stupid. You're, so, you're wasting school resources on that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's tough, though. I, obviously, I think it's stupid that they have to go to school. They have to enroll. They have to be in a program. I think that's stupid, obviously. But when you're part of a program, what does that say to your team if, if you decide middle of the season, you're like, I'm going to the NBA next year. This is on you guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to start working out. Yeah. Um, looking at proteins and stuff like that. Like, you, this is you guys. Mm-hmm. So, where, like, what are your thoughts on that? Dude, it's miserable. I'm going to, I'm <laughs> going to go ahead and go, go ahead and go ahead and talk. But you have, you have to go to school, though. You're a part of the Duke program. Yeah. You have to. You, you do for a semester. Like, you have that's to why Calipari, every year, Calipari's playing craps. Calipari plays craps every year. And that's why that, like, you watch him go to the Final Four National Championship for three years in a row, and then you watch him not even make the tournament the next year because he's literally lying like, I'm I'm recruiting seven freshmen. They're either going to be fantastic, they're going to want to win together, they're going to want to play together, and we're going to be great, or they're going to be trash with the senior transfer I have, which is what they are right now, trash. They're top 20, whatever they are, top 10. Yeah. Who cares? But they're decent at best, comparatively, and they're just okay. You know, we're going to call it a day. Like, I'll wait till next year. I've got all these commitments. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that KU doesn't do that to an extent, neither does Duke. I'm saying top teams do that. But in reality, you have a healthy mixture of top tier guys who can make it work with senior leaders who make you better. So that's why the Frank Masons and the Devontae Grahams, and I'm going to be honest, I think De- Devon Dotson, those types of guys, you have to get those top level guys who will play four years will change your program. And that's like, obviously, Barry Brown's done that for you guys. So has Dean Wade. Your whole team has done that at K-State. Yeah. You have to find the dudes who are going to change your program for the better. Not just be out for them to get to the league. Not to say that's wrong. You go to college, you get a job. You should do that. You should not have to go to college if you're that good. Fact. I don't think that that answers my question at all. Sam, do you have anything to say about that? On on the Scotty Pippen part? (laughs) Yeah. On actually doing that. So, the thing... Don't be one of those. I have a different opinion on the like the football guys doing it versus the basketball and probably shouldn't really matter i don't know like i can see the football like you've put in three or four years yeah and it comes down to one game you're talking about a bowl game that kids are sitting out yeah not half the season 
Although, uh, although Joey Bosa and his brother kind of both did that too. Okay, true. And so did Clowney, kind of. <laughs> okay. So, All right, so, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> You're making me look bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I agree with <clears throat> with some of that. Those guys are are different. Um, usually, college. I mean, usually a college prospect in mean, football doesn't have the you know the same sort of thing. But I, I was I think well. If, I guess in a, the Scott, in, in this point. Pippen, we both, we both stopped talking. What I was going to say is that, what I was going to say is that, like, what are the chances that a, a career ending injury happens in football as opposed to basketball? Way times a million more. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, when it comes to football, you're coming down to one game. It's usually the bowl game that you're skipping out on. Whereas basketball, if Scotty Pippen's saying, oh, halfway through the season, cut it off, go start working out, all that shit. Like, Give up on your team. I don't agree with that. I don't think, and, and the th- good thing about Zion is, I don't think he thinks that way either. From all of what I can tell, um, yeah, doesn't I agree. Seem like a huge like asshole type of guy. I mean, he easily could be. I don't know, like mm-hmm. really that well, but doesn't PR seem manager. Like it. <laughs> he seems like he gets along well with no all the stuff, so. all the quotes that I've seen. It sounds like he's all in on Duke, and he's wanting to do shit on. Like he's wanting to do shit with the team. Okay, sure. Like, calm down. <laughs> Every player says that, man. I, I know. It's That's what I'm manager. saying. My point was, it's Obviously, all bullshit. No. Avoid it all together. Go to the NBA or don't. Like play. Obviously. Don't play a year. Just go to the NBA or play in college. That's what it. That's what it ends up being. Hundred percent. I mean, I'm just saying with the rules as they are now, you have to fucking go to college for a year. What do you do? You're already in school. You're a part of the Duke program. You have to be for a full year. What do you do? Do you skip out? Do you play? What do you do? Think think about it. Play. Think about it. like <laughs> Fuck yeah, it. If, he, if he were to He's playing. Like, He's fine. Do, He's playing. do it. Yeah. And who and granted God, I don't even want to put the jinx on Zion, but you don't you just don't see do. as many. You don't put as you don't see as many torn ACLs, those sort of things. I yeah. mean, unless you're Derek Rose or Gordon Hayward who just start naming all the guys between the return. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. You're right. There's there's a ton of freshmen who've played a full season and never got hurt. But I that if you don't have this conversation, if you don't enforce a one and done rule, that's literally just NCA saying, "Please give me money because we're relevant." That's literally all it is. A bunch of dudes in suits saying, "We want money." If you don't, it, then it's fine. Just let people well, go to the it, NBA. I think it's I think it's NBA too. They get Absolutely. to you know they get the help. They're like, okay, we don't have to take as big of a risk. We get to see them for a year on the college Agencies. level. Um, so they get to see him, but I think that's wrong in the NBA. Obviously, they, if the guy can play, you gotta have good scouts to think if you yeah. can fucking take that guy or not. So they I mean, look at like you talked about Kobe. Like we're talking about the all-time, all-time greats with yeah. Kobe, KG, LeBron. Like you can keep going down through the list. Yeah. Like there's yeah. so many high school guys that Tracy McGrady. Were, there's way yeah, there's way more worse guys, of course. Because the current practice is if you can't, and and this is happening as we speak, if you can't make it and you don't want to go to college, go to the Europe, go to the European League for a while, and then you'll come back. Terrence Ferguson did it. He's in the NBA right now. That's happened. You can fail over there too, and then that's what I'm saying is like one and done or nothing. Like you need to not have a one and done. You need to either let people go to the NBA or just. Let them do whatever the fuck they want because you're ruining people. I can't remember the dude's name. His last name was Tyler. Six foot eleven, big center, number one overall player. Went to the overall. Went to overseas somewhere. I think Australia. I can't remember. 
just never, ever succeeded. And he didn't go to college because he was for sure he's going to get drafted. Never got drafted. Played overseas for like three years. No one signed him after that. Now he's literally 22 years old. No education. Has given up basketball because no one wants him in basketball. What the fuck's he supposed to do now? So do him the justice of letting him get drafted at 18 or don't make him go overseas. Like let him go to college, be be a college player. Sure, do the thing like they're doing in NFL where you can, or in the NBA, or in college. It's a college, I think, where you can put your name in the draft, but pull it back if you don't sign a sign a uh, agent. Do that as an 18-year-old kid. Fine. Completely acceptable in my book. But you should not make a guy go overseas because he wants to avoid going to school because who the fuck at that level if if i'm lebron james why would i want to go study why would i want to go study i studied i was not a i was not a division one or an nba talent none of us were was studying fun no no No. i'll answer that no so if i if i was capable of going to the league why the fuck on earth would i ever want to go "Eh, i better go to intro to psychology (laughs) Get some studying in so I can yeah, pass this imagine, test. Could you imagine, like, our like all of us, like, yeah, I mean, tried hard enough in school to get jobs, whatever, and stuff like that, but, like, imagine if you had a skill that was going to make you millions of dollars and you were trying to do some other bogus nonsense. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> I wasn't even skilled in psychology, and psychology was hard for me, but I knew I had to try hard. Could you imagine right. if you just knew you were 6'8", 270 pounds, and you're like... Well, I better study for this multiple choice test <laughs> so I know about the intro to psychology I will never use. Like, I just don't understand the context. I don't get it. So we're agreeing that all that is bullshit. It's so Here's silly. the thing. Let's talk about the real issue there here. Uh, Cameron Indoor Stadium, where Duke plays, Ugh. still has their fucking basketball goals coming from the rafters. I fucking hate that. I hate <laughs> that so much. So, Put your fucking goals like on the small. floor. Put your goals on the floor. That's all there is to it. Get the fucking rollout ones and put them on the goddamn floor. You got the space. Quit that bullshit. We did that at high school. Linden High School. Fucking 2A High School in fucking Linden, Kansas. Look, thousand people in town. You got you, shit coming from the rafters. If you look at it, Cameron Indoor. If you look at it as a positive note, no one's ever getting fouled into the uprights. So, oh, like that one kid from the fucking state championship game. Remember, yeah, remember that? Yeah, that was 1A Kansas. Rip, a huge national. That kid. Thing. No. I, I absolutely agree. I hate that. Every time I watch Duke play, I'm like... I'll say this, too, uh, sort of related. You're talking about Duke, and obviously I'm a KU fan, so the two, like, two of the couple bl- Blue Bloods, the camera angles and Cameron Indoor and Allen Fieldhouse for national TV are so fucking <laughs> terrible. They're so bad, man. I mean, I always going to watch them forever, right. but you go watch a game at, like, a modern stadium, like, go watch Gallagher-Iba game, at uh, when Oklahoma State's playing at home yep. on ESPN, great camera angles because yep. it's built like what 15 years ago or less. Yep. You go to Duke and watch a game, you're like looking down from a bird's eye view. If you go to KU, it's a similar thing. It's so bad, dude. Cameron Indoor just looks like it stinks, bro. Honestly, <laughs> it just looks like it smells <laughs> oh, like it that kid that smells. pissed himself. It basically is a Hearn Fieldhouse, yeah, yeah, Hearn, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fucking Allen looks like that too. I don't feel it. It looks like it smells like cat piss. It don't, but <laughs> it don't. <laughs> no, no but so that's so bad. Like Jesus Christ. I will say that humans, we have not, we have not evolved the seating for buildings like that with like human growth. Because okay, I want to go back on that. Honestly, I'll double down on that stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, stadium seating. 
Okay. Bad. It's the worst Not thing ideal. ever. No, worst thing No ever. matter what it is, no matter if it's an NHL hockey game or a <laughs> professional football league, an NHL or NFL team, you go to the Kansas City Chiefs, you can go to the Topeka Pilots game, <laughs> the chairs are the exact same size. Okay, this is coming from a big guy. Uh, same thing with uh, plane seats on a plane. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where else you'd find plane <laughs> seats. <laughs> Plane seats in a soccer stadium. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I just don't understand. Like they're so tiny. Were people just that small back in the day? I don't, I don't know. get it, man. We, so me and Colin went to the Stanford KU game where we pretty much lost, but like won at the last minute. Uh, I think we went to overtime. Maybe not. Not important. We sat in the wood seats and and Allen. And I mean, don't get me wrong. You go to Allen if you haven't been. I really recommend you go. Whether you're a KU or K State fan, I went to I went to K State games when they were. It's like peak in football. It's it's a good experience. Just like Allen is a once in a lifetime experience. You should go. But those wood those wood seats that are arm arms like it's it's a it's a bleacher seat. Yeah, it's yeah. Wood back. Full seat. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. I mean, Colin's huge. He's six five, two thirty, two forty, whatever he is. And I'm a full grown adult at you know six two one ninety five, whatever the hell I am. You cannot sit there next to an adult that's not 120 pounds. Like, I was sitting between a, a full-grown man who I would assume is close to my stature, turns, like, shoulder width, me, and then Colin, and we were sitting, like, cowering, like we were scared of everything around us, just to be comfortable. Just to be comfortable. And, <laughs> of course, crazy, Colin's so man. big, man. You can't sit there. It's just miserable. I don't understand. Like, what was the... <sighs> Just spend the extra couple dollars to put those few extra inches of seat on each chair. Oh, we're just the average human's 5'9", 132 yeah, pounds. 130 pounds. We eat corn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, get over yourself. <laughs> Make the Jesus. chairs a little bigger. Think about human evolution, you simple fuck. Dude, uh, people are bigger. We're huge. People are bigger Look than Look at LeBron. Were. Look at Ben Sanders. Actually, I watched a TEDx about this. Um, it wow. wasn't so much about the growth in humans as it was the technology behind it. It's crazy to watch. So um, who was the the first man to run a four-minute mile? Was it Jim Ryan? No. No, oh, he's the first man in Kansas, whatever that's worth. A lot. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. the The first guy to run the four minute mile was like the, what that movie was about, right? <clears throat> no, Roger Bannister. Was, you're thinking. Yeah. You're thinking of that movie we went into. A, was that wait different? Roger Bannister. Uh, I think this is right. It was first achieved in 1954 by Roger Bannister at three minutes fifty nine seconds and point four seconds. Three fifty nine point four. Couldn't even go another decimal. First, first person <laughs> to run an under four minute mile, and the differences between Roger Bannister and today's athletes aren't so much size, but the fact of the uh, it was talking about the the track that they ran on. He was running on a certain type of uh, it was like, almost like loose gravel. Yeah, you can compare it to loose gravel, whereas today they're running on the tar, rubbery style track. Um, so it was more so about technology than it was about um, the stature of a human. But that being said, you cannot disagree that humans are getting bigger, I would think. Yeah, it's also probably something to do. You're talking about technology. It's probably the technology of training the athletes, too. That's just as ridiculous. That's part of it, too. Yeah, You will also have just, like, you will have 
phenomenons no matter what the generation that's the thing is if you go back and look like right now uh you're looking at one of the men who are doing one of the most amazing feats in nba basketball with uh the beard james harden Uh was it like over 30 games he's averaged 30 points a game or something silly Mm -hmm. the most ever since like wilt chamberlain and wilt chamberlain averaged 30 points a game for 500 in like 18 games Uh that's that's what i'm talking about there's different there's different levels of humans uh every that TEDx goes on to talk about um, not only like different sizes of humans, but things start to adapt, not adapt, but um, you start to categorize yourself into a certain type. So like swimmers become uh, long torso, short ligament or short legs and arms kind of person. Very long torso. Uh, you think of Michael Phelps. He has a really long torso, whereas like back in the day, everybody was just kind of a one standard height, whereas long-distance runners are now very small, long-legged, long-limbed people um, who are the best sprinters in the world, who are the best long-distance runners in the world. Uh, It's very interesting, TEDx. If I find it, I will post it on social media. If I won't find it, then you'll never see it ever again. (laughs) Then rip. (laughs) Then rip. I look forward to never seeing it. (laughs) Regardless, it's kind of crazy. What we were talking about, though, is stadium seating... Uh, we spiraled in that yeah crazy it's tiny right yeah it was miserable i did not i i love ku games i did not enjoy that one i'd rather stand the whole i'm glad that somebody that's like an average size says that because i'm fat and obese and overweight (laughs) and all this stuff and i don't fit in anything so everything and then then everyone probably just says they're like oh it's just because he's a big guy yeah it's like oh you're massive that's why you don't fit it's like (laughs) no it's like come on if i was regular size i'd still be like wait what's the average human right now what's the average human it's got to be if i was to just peg it it, off the top of my head i bet it's 5 10 165 if i was to guess you think he says too tall what do you think sam I think, uh, I mean... Male or... He, uh, I think male is where I'm shooting. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd probably Average, go f- uh, five, eight and a half, one seventy. Wow, five ten is uh, so much higher. F- so five nine is wow. what the average height for men is. So that feels uh, pretty much right. Average male weight. Put world, not America. <laughs> That's the U.S.? Okay, world. Worldwide. Oh God! Don't you maybe go. It's gonna be kgs or something silly. Yeah, what a pain in the ass. Okay, so the U.S. is one ninety five is the average weight. I would put it more closer to one sixty five. Five nine, five nine, one ninety five. No, they're just NFL yeah, running backs I mean, hanging I mean, out everywhere. <laughs> fucking C.J. Anderson out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it says if the average U.S. man weighs one ninety five point seven pounds and stands five foot nine tall. <laughs> Then his BMI is 28.9%. Dude, they're just yoked. They're just a bunch of Tarek Cohen's running around everywhere like fat bastards. That funny. That seems absurd to me. Okay, I, so so a Japanese man weighs 149 pounds. Is what the average is. <laughs> we weigh 50 more pounds. <laughs> That's crazy. I would say the average of the people I hang out with is probably close to six foot, you know, 220 plus yeah i i don't feel like we have a good we don't have a good distribution because <laughs> i can agree the group i hang out with is typically 6'1 225 it's dude i'm always tall in our group right like you're taller than me yeah i'm taller like we're the tallest people in our group it except, seems like except like joe and colin yeah colin's 
yeah, yeah, both of those guys are kind of on their own their own level. But the you and I are at the tall end of our group. Yeah. And I get to work, and I'm like one of the shortest guys there, it really? seems like, at my new job. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I feel so weird looking up to these weird fuckers. Dude, so think about it. When I was in school, I was the oh, shortest person on Rudy. planet. Rudy! He just knocked over all the fucking phone tiles. Of course he did. Hey, go first. I was the shortest human on planet Earth in basketball in college. Like, and we were we were small college, but yeah. Okay, Rudy, come on. Claire, <laughs> take the dog. Oh my God, he knocked over all the shit on the wall. Fuck. But yeah, what are we talking about? Fuck, we've been on this for long enough, haven't we? Yeah, uh, we gotta rip this. I'm starving. This is crazy. Nine thirty, and I'm fucking hungry all right so what did we talk about today oh yeah boulevard brewing company space camper cosmic ipa uh i'm liking this a lot i don't know i don't know what trey's feeling after a couple drinks of it now have you after you finish a beer what do you think what do you think what do you think what do you think i feel like again i feel like i didn't like it much at the beginning i would still not if it was down i don't love it I'll say that. Wow. Well, okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. What are you doing? Thumbs down. Wow. wow. That's insane to me because so, I'm going t- a triple thumbs up all the way on this. Well, that's fine. I I love everything Boulevard's ever made that I've tried mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of all their pale ales, everything they ever made, I don't love this as much as the other stuff they've made. Two thumbs down. Try anything else by Boulevard. That's crazy <laughs> to me. I think this is damn good. But the can's I- badass. Buy it for the can. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm all in on the can and all the marketing and everything around it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a side by side review with the Empyrean Watchman IPA and the Space Camper Cosmic IPA because I think they're right there, dude. I'm loving both of these. These are obviously opinion an opinion. I'm loving this beer though. Uh, two thumbs up, six thumbs up, sixteen thumbs up. It doesn't matter. I'm all in on the Space Camper IPA. Dude, I'm so happy we finally disagreed on something. Your yep. dumbass palate. Yep. Simple-ass yep. yep. palate. Yep, 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 yep. 5.9%. Okay, how bad volume. 50 IBUs. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. It's lower IBU, not as bitter. Get get your fucking IBUs up. Is that what it is? Is IBUs bitterness? We need to Google this. We need to stop talking about beer so we figure it out. I think it's bitterness. You probably sound right. I think it has something to do with the hops. Hops. Yeah, I don't know. Hops. Let's talk to Don about it sometime. He invited us back. Yeah, let's go I'm try. Excited. Let's let's go hang out at Iron Rail. The science of how to read a beer. That's true. Okay. Final thoughts. Last call. Uh, I'm going all in on the Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Um, I think it's a bullshit rule on the one and dones. Not the one and dones, but a bullshit rule that you have to go to college. Uh, Tracy McGrady, one of the best basketball players to ever live. Uh, <laughs> that got hurt. The. Yeah, okay. Scott, Kenny Hardaway's right there, but yes. The best basketball <laughs> player to ever live that was plagued by injuries. Uh, unfortunate for him, he would have been better than Jordan, better than LeBron, better than anybody on the planet. Uh, but he always had those back injuries. He didn't go to college. Fuck college. All that shit. High school to NBA. Good to go. Uh, that's my final thought. Trey, let's go with you. I don't even totally remember what we talked about this episode, but a thumbs down on the... Uh, space f- camper, fucking idiot. I don't know that I've put a passionate thumbs down on many beers we've sampled on this, and uh, that's crazy. I don't think this is worse than anything we've tried. I'm just, I'm deciding to be more definitive. New Year's okay. resolution, new, new year, new me. 
No more halvesies, ups or downs. Not sitting on the fence. I no, like that about I you. I don't like sitting on the goddamn fence. I like that about you, but... Thumbs bullsh- down. Bullshit, bullshit call the, on the thumbs down, the Cosmic Eye. Badass pick. can, badass graphics. Way to go on the woman and or... Tattoo she thick, bro. Or, or uh, whether she identifies as something different, I will not judge. Whatever it is, it's yes. thick. She looks nice. He mm-hmm. looks nice. I can I can appreciate a good-looking man. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't, I don't think I have anything else to say. Were we okay, talking about well, ice? I don't like icy roads. Yeah, yeah, Game yeah. over. Sam. So you guys are talking about no sitting on the fence or no sitting on the bottom of Huggy's stool. Ooh. Um, so that's that's what you don't want to do. Um, or maybe you do because we played Would You Rather when you guys weren't here um, yeah. or when Trey wasn't here and we talked about sitting on a stool um, or watching K-State play the offense. And I think we most mainly chose a stool. But all right, anyways – on this um, one, I'll go with the um, – we talked about snow again, whatever the hell we want to call it, uh, and just freezing weather up in the Arctic um, where I'm living from. So trying to get uh, <laughs> trying to get out of this a, a little bit, and it's, it's such a pain commute, and it's so cold and terrible. And to end on a positive, both Kansas – Basketball teams should be in a hopefully a year long conference battle to finally dethrone the University of Kansas Jayhawks from their whatever fourteen straight. So we'll see. I'm not too confident still. Till it happens, I'm not confident. But I don't know. They're both they're atop the league through seven games. So if ever we'll there see. was a year, man. If ever there was okay. a year. I say that every year, though. No, no, I mean it this year. I mean it. (laughs) We're bad. Young guards, bad. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Cool. Well, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us today. This has been your Friday podcast. Have a great weekend, Uh, Beer Breath Podcast. We'll be back with you next week, Wednesday, the whatever date that is. I don't give two shits. Thanks for listening. Catch you later.